This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Right here in New York, where right now you are watching on the other side of your screen, a motorcade escort of the indicted, twice impeached, disgraced ex-president Donald Trump. He is en route from his airplane, which landed at LaGuardia to Manhattan. Now it appears they've moved past some of those dangerous areas with planes taking off and landing, and they have a pretty good view again of O.J. Simpson in the lead car, the Bronco. The highway is clearing. Some people stopping as they see the uh, and hear the police vehicles coming. Many people stopping simply to take a look at what, what is happening. And welcome back. I am Caitlin Collins. We are broadcasting live outside of Trump Tower because the former president has just landed here in New York. And as you can see now from your screen, his motorcade is making their way to Trump Tower, where Trump will spend the night tonight before he arrives at a Manhattan courthouse tomorrow for his arraignment. That is where he will go before a judge. The indictment against him will be unsealed. Shot that is bringing us in closer. And uh, while it is closer, we are still not able to uh, uh, discern uh, if yes, uh, O.J. If, uh, Simpson is in uh, the back. It would appear that uh, they have their uh, flashing lights on, the distress uh, lights, uh, lights you uh, near, use when you pull over and you want to alert the fellow motorists that uh, you're having trouble. So President Trump's motorcade on the move, headed from LaGuardia to Manhattan. Welcome to The Lead. I'm Jake Tapper. And we start today with this momentous event in our politics lead, a historic and unprecedented indictment of a former president, Donald Trump. Mr. Trump landed at LaGuardia Airport just a short while ago. The former president expected to arrive soon at Trump Tower, he is expected to spend the night there ahead of his arraignment tomorrow afternoon at the Manhattan Criminal Courthouse, uh, where Mr. Trump is expected to voluntarily surrender. Good afternoon. On behalf of Attorney General Merrick Garland, we are honored to have my esteemed colleague, Administrator Regan, here with us today. You know, far too many Black and Latinx and Indigenous uh, communities bear the highest burden of pollution. President Biden and Attorney General Garland understand that the brunt of the harm caused by pollution and climate change is often borne by communities of color and low-income communities. Alvin Bragg has just hired a top prosecutor, Matthew Colangelo, and Colangelo is being hired primarily to reignite the criminal investigations of Donald Trump. Colangelo was also involved in a lot of challenges to Trump-related policies when Trump was still in office. So now, to uh, perform an act of resuscitation back from the dead, he's brought on uh, Matt Colangelo, very tough, tough Trump adversary, working for the office of the New York Attorney General, where they have uh, really gone after Donald Trump. Now he's gonna try to do the same for the Manhattan DA. If you're making connections, you're connecting dots and doing the interlinkage here, you've actually done 
the chain of custody right back to the Biden White House. Can you explain it to the audience, Mike Davis? That, that's the that's the connection. When when uh, Colangelo is working in the Biden Justice Department in this key post, that's when he's working with Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, and that's who Jordan needs to subpoena. Get him to come testify. Get his documents. Get his communications. He is the link between Alvin Bragg, the Biden Justice Department, to show that this is a that these this is lawfare. This is a coordinated effort to take out Trump because they fear they cannot beat him in the polls. So they simply indicted him. This is the culmination of a long process, at least the, the, the curtain coming down on Act 1 and coming up on Act 2. This just didn't happen. It just didn't come out of nowhere. This is, this is these radicals of Obama and Holder, uh, what they did with DOJ. Um, obviously started bad in the Clinton administration. You had the Bushes that didn't put an end to it, didn't get all over the Civil Rights Division, which was a festering a cauldron of radicals, and now you're seeing it. Matt Colangelo, let's make him infamous today. Let's get that photo out everywhere. Matt Colangelo, this is him. Jordan ought to be bringing that guy in. He got to stop his uh, Easter recess today, convene the committee tomorrow, and bring Colangelo in before it. So yeah. they want to gag order him. Will this happen? What is I'm going to tell you right now, you're trying to get, look, if they do it, that tells the country everything. And, and you know, a gag order to silence a candidate, the leading candidate, number one, number two, to, to silence the defendant in a case where the plaintiff, the state of New York, the DA Bragg has leaked. And we know this for a fact because we don't have the indictment. He leaked 30 to 34 indictments. How do we know that? We know that because it came from their camp. And it could only come from their camp. And that, by the way, Benny, is a felony. So if they're going to they're going to gag my client, they're going to gag my client. Number one, we will be fighting First Amendment issues left, right and center. Number two, that is seriously un-American. You do not do that. Everybody has a right to free speech. Uh, you know, people keep asking me the same question, CNN and whatever I go on. They think they're, they're going to get me in a corner with, you know, your client said protest. Absolutely. That's another right. That's another right in this country, just like guns. Just like God, it's a right. Don't mess with our rights. And if you're going to mess with the rights of the loudest people, then you're going to hear it from the rest of the country. And other people like me are going to speak for him and say, this is not right. This is un-American. So if they do it, I want everybody to pay attention. They try and put a gag order on a defendant who's being selectively prosecuted and persecuted. That's a problem. Shot that is bringing us in closer. And uh, while it is closer, we are still not able to uh, uh, discern if O.J. Simpson is in uh, the back. It would appear that uh, they have their uh, flashing lights on, the uh, distress uh, lights, uh, lights you uh, near, use when I you pull over and you want to alert the federal motorists that uh, you're having trouble. Executorial uh, This guy doesn't odysseys. care about this, John. Right. He doesn't care about yeah. it. You know, New York is now the, the likes of Will Smith, I am legend. It's a zombie apocalypse. People are running around. They're afraid to go on the subways, afraid to walk to school or go to work, get on the buses because it's rampant with crime. It's filthy and disgusting. There's no quality of life. Okay. And this guy just lets a revolving door. He reduces felonies to misdemeanors. He doesn't go after violent criminals. It's a complete disaster. He should be thrown out of office for all of these reasons. He has completely failed to serve his, his oath and his office by making New York a safe place to live. He has not. He is endangering women, 
children, families, communities, putting businesses out of work because he is not doing his job. Instead, he's hell bent on persecuting Donald Trump. But there will be accountability in this case. And Alvin Bragg should be very worried about that. He doesn't deserve the pristine esteemed office that he is holding because he has violated the trust of the American people and he has destroyed New York City. It is the number one responsibility of any government entity. Just make sure your constituents are safe. And we're not seeing that with Alvin Bragg. Kimberly Guilfoyle, great to see you. Thank you. Why Donald Trump? Because Donald Trump is not Chris Christie. Because Donald Trump is not Asa Hutchison. Because Donald Trump is not Larry Hogan. Because Donald Trump is not your typical Washington Republican. Donald Trump is a really unique historic figure who has been standing up to all of these elements in the Democrat Party and increasingly in the Republican Party and in the media. He's a man who uses common sense. He's conservative, but not by ideology, by experience and practice. He loves his country. He has tried to confront these elements within the country who do not love the country or perfectly happy with the status quo. He took the third term of Obama by defeating Hillary Clinton. It was Hillary Clinton's turn and he defeated her. They were surprised and they have spent every waking moment to try and destroy him and they fear him. And they fear if he comes back, he will be even more effective in a second term than he was in a first term. This is absolutely hard what's taking place. We have crossed the Rubicon now. We've crossed the Rubicon now where a former president who is the number one contender for the Republican nomination has been targeted and attacked. They seek to imprison him not just charge him, but imprison him under charges in Washington, they hope, in Atlanta, they hope, in New York, they hope. They seek to overwhelm him, imprison him on state charges and on federal charges and choose the Republican nominee by the Democrat Party. Some rabble rousers thinking about coming to our city tomorrow, a message is clear and simple. Control yourselves. New York City is our home, not a playground for your misplaced anger. We are the safest large city in America because we respect the rule of law in New York City. And although we have no specific threats, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is known to spread misinformation and hate speech, uh, she stated she's coming to town. While you're in town, be on your best behavior. As always, we will not allow violence or vandalism of any kind. And if one is caught participating in any act of violence, they will be arrested and held accountable, no matter who you are. And I want to, again, thank the police department, the commissioner, uh, for their response and for the necessary preparation as we deal with this major historical potential event that would take place in the city. This time, I'd like to introduce the police commissioner of the city of New York. Now it appears they've moved past some of those dangerous areas with planes taking off and landing, and they have a pretty good view again of O.J. Simpson in the lead car, the Bronco. The highway is clearing. 
some people stopping as they see the uh, and hear the police vehicles coming, many people stopping simply to take a look at what, what is happening. Pilate is there and he talks to Jesus and he says, well, you know, what, what, what have you done? He says, I find no guilt in you. And then he goes out to the crowd and he says, shall I release for you the king of the Jews? And the crowd says, crucify him. And Pilate says, well, what wrong has he done? They don't give any wrong. The crowd just says, crucify him. And Pilate bows to their pressure. This passion of Jesus Christ is a perfect example of going after a man in search of a crime just in order to get rid of the man rather than going after a crime in search of the people who did it. And that's why this indictment of President Trump turns America upside down, because it's an inversion of what the system of justice is supposed to be. The passion of Christ that we honor and celebrate during these days is a prosecutorial misconduct. Uh, it is a weaponization of the processes that in themselves are legitimate, but here they're being used against an enemy. So this is not a not to compare Jesus Christ with Donald Trump, but to compare the tactics of their enemies, uh, the tactics of the enemy are always the same, and it's time for us to realize we got to fight back harder than ever before. There's no compromising with this. Really quick, because I know we're running out of time, but she's part of the War Room posse and said she really loved everyone's coverage from Ohio. Why, and how does that compare to the circus we're seeing in New York? Well, yes, we are seeing a circus, and your broadcasting is just so uh, bittersweet bitter because of what we had to look at, and yet you reported on it. And sweet because you actually went there and you stood with those people and gave them support and showed them compassion. So what else can I say? Monday, 3 April 2023. Lucille, you said uh, you said more than enough. is fantastic. Uh, the media today, a complete embarrassment, uh, not even worthy of uh, of being able to look at this in any kind of straight uh, linear fashion, so we had to put there a uh, a combination of what German was expressionism to um, and uh, the the OJ fiasco that that circus is equivalent to this circus as the media stumbles all over themselves to try to um, essentially put Donald J Trump in prison. The reason is they can't beat him at the ballot box. We know he's going to win the primary. We know he's going to win the general election. We know he's going to return to the White House. Another disgrace of the American ruling class. We have Gavin Wax. We have Rogan O'Hanley uh, to join us to kick it off. And we're going to see where we go from there. We'll be back in the war room in just a moment. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Inflation has consequences as the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending. Long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. 
text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Some rabble-rousers thinking about coming to our city tomorrow, a message is clear and simple. Control yourselves. New York City is our home, not a playground for your misplaced anger. We are the safest large city in America because we respect okay. the rule this of is, law. This guy is subliterate. He, he's a complete moron and uh, has taken one of the greatest cities in the world and destroyed it single-handedly. I guess not single-handedly. He's had help uh, with Letitia James and uh, Alvin Bragg and others, George Soros. Gavin Wax, uh, that was directed directly at you, a little bit at MTG, but directly at you. What's your response, sir? Well, before I touch on the mayor's uh, moronic comments, I want to uh, touch on the point you made about the opening and it being uh, sort of German expressionism. And, you know, the, that artistic movement uh, reflected the societal undertones and sentiment in Weimar Germany that they were on an inevitable path towards totalitarianism. And I think the same, sadly, could be said about today's United States, that we are on the path uh, to a totalitarian society. And co- comments and sentiment like those uh, from Mayor Adams, uh, you know, perfectly encapsulate that. Uh, you know, this is a man who is presiding over a city where is seeing a across-the-board, uh, you know, a crime wave statistically. Uh, you feel it in the air. You feel it on the streets. The city is uh, hitting a low point in many respects. And uh, you know, I'm a I'm a lifelong New Yorker. I, I I was here during the summer of the love. I saw the violence. I saw Antifa. I saw the anarchy, the anarcho tyranny uh, that people like Adams and his ilk have presided over and uh, for him to come out and claim that and to talk to uh, you know Republicans and conservatives and and uh, you know uh, God-fearing Americans as some kind of uh, children who need to be scolded uh, it just reflects the elite's utter disdain for the people and uh, he even re- references it as if these people are all coming from out of state. Uh, I, I can assure you most of the people that will be at our protest tomorrow uh, will be from not only from the state of New York, most likely, but also from the city of New York, uh, which is home to millions, including uh, a large percentage of Trump supporters. Uh, so Mayor Adams should get his priorities straight, his house in order, and he should stop lecturing people on how to behave and start handling uh, the anarchy that is New York City and his out of out of control district attorney who tried to prosecute a garage attendant who miraculously was able to save his own life when he was shot at by a thief and uh, kill uh, that that criminal. And he's prosecuting the guy who, who defended his own life, who, who, who acted in self-defense. That just goes to show uh, the levels of anarcho-tyranny in this city and that Alvin Bragg wouldn't even consider dropping charges until there was a media uproar. So that's the state of the city. And uh, I think uh, if anyone needs to be lectured, it's Mayor Adams. D- didn't I want to talk about this uh, narco-terrorism for a second because... They also remember the bodega 
uh, yep. uh, guy, the guy running the bodega, the guy that was you know, had stood, had to stand his ground to defend himself. They did the same thing. Tell the yeah. audience, particularly people that don't live in New York City. I know. Look, I love the city. I've lived in uh, there for many years uh, before I got uh, before I took over the Trump campaign. Um, but tell people about what's happened under Adams and Bragg's watch in this most magnificent city, sir. And de Blasio. And, and like you, I'm a, I'm a fellow uh, romantic for the city. I love it. You know, I grew up here and it's sad to see what it's becoming. And uh, you're referencing another case that just really showcases the state of decline in America's uh you know, largest city, the Jose Alba case, where a, you know, an honest working uh, Dominican immigrant who was working in a bodega tried to defend himself uh, from being robbed and, and killed and attacked with a knife. And he killed the perpetrator. And it took, I don't remember how long, almost a month, uh, if close to that, uh, when public pressure mounted, when all the different constituent groups of the Democrat machine were in uproar against Alvin Bragg, you had the whole Bronx in uproar, the Bodega Association, all the Dominican American associations, they were in uproar that, that, that Alvin Bragg would continue to prosecute and press charges against Jose Alba. And just to show the state of the city, where did Jose Alba go when he was, a, when he was finally uh, you know, cleared by Alvin Bragg, the gracious Alvin Bragg? He, he left. He, he moved back to the Dominican Republic. Uh, you know, this 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 guy came here looking for the American dream and he ended up fleeing because he was on the receiving end of a nihilistic uh, worldview that wants to punish uh, the law abiding and reward the criminals. It's, it's a it's a worldview that places the, the, the criminals above the victims. And this has been. Uh, you know, this has happened again and again and again, and it continues to happen. And, you know, we know a few of the big cases, but it happens every day. And it's part of a demoralization campaign. It's it's demoralizing the police department, New York City's finest. It's demoralizing the citizens. And in this case, in, in the fight against Trump, in the indictment against Trump, it's designed to demoralize conservatives and America First supporters to think that it, everything is bleak and, and it's all hopeless, that they could, you know, they could come after the president, they could come after you. So you better stay home. You better stay quiet. And you better be afraid. And that's why uh, the New York and Republican Club is standing up. And we are uh, going to be downtown tomorrow with uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene to let our voices be heard and, and, and let Alvin Bragg and the rest of the corrupt uh, New York uh, leftist establishment know that we're not afraid and we're not going to let them uh, get away with this uh, prosecution and persecution of the president without letting our voices be heard. Gavin, if you can hang with us for one second, I want to get more into the details. I want to bring in Rogan O'Hanley. Uh, Rogan, uh, a lot of people know you as a major influencer and a thought leader in the in the conservative and the MAGA movement. A lot of people don't know you went to the University of Chicago Law School and have a very serious uh, regard and reverence for the law. Give us your assessment, particularly the circus today in the media, of where we stand with this travesty, sir. I warn every Republican businessman in New York City to look at what they're doing to Trump and just know that you're next. Uh, if you cross a political line in a hostile socialist city, you will not get fair justice. You will not be treated equally under the law. Uh, there's a clip floating around on Twitter today of Joe Biden where he really said the quiet part out loud. He said, we are going to do everything we can within the bounds of the Constitution, to ensure that Trump is not going to take power. And, and the magnitude of that statement, it almost supersedes what's happening with the Manhattan DA because think of how far we come. This isn't a, a battle of ideas and we'll let the voters decide. This isn't I'm going to run on my policies and my accomplishments. This was a man scared of 
what President Trump is going to do once he's back in power, which is actually go after the deep state and saying that he's basically going to use every piece of power available to him to stop him, to indict him. I think this is only the first of a few indictments, uh, unfortunately. And people have to remember Matthew Colangelo. He was the number three at the DOJ. Uh, he got hired by the Manhattan DA's office in December of 2022, four months ago. And voila, we have a Trump indictment months after Alvin Bragg himself said he was ending the investigation. So this is the deep state playbook. They sent Jim Baker into Twitter to stop the Hunter Biden laptop. They're doing the same thing with the Manhattan DA's office. And this all goes up to the top. Joe Biden, Obama and the people around them. Uh, hang on for one for a second, Rogan. Brilliant analysis. Uh, Gavin, tell us, what can we anticipate for tomorrow? And if people are so interested, how do they get more information? Absolutely. Uh, the protest has been moved up to 1030 a.m. at Collect Pond, a historic uh, park that stands right across uh, from the courthouse where uh, President Trump will be arraigned. Uh, funny enough, it all used to be swampland, and then it was taken over by the uh, the Five Points. Uh, so it has a long history in New York City, uh, both being a swamp and a center of uh, crime and uh, corruption and destitution. So I guess it uh, it's it remains that today. Uh, but 10:30 a.m. at Collect Pond, uh, we will be protesting. We will be letting our voices be heard. We will be on the south side of the park. Uh, I've spoken to law enforcement officials. They are uh, separating the park into two halves. The north. Uh, will be for the counter-protesters who I have been told are going to be extremely aggressive in some senses. They are going to be banging drums, uh, trying to silence us, uh, but we will be letting our voices be heard, and I encourage uh, all freedom-loving patriots to assemble and be peaceful and show uh, the New York City officials that uh, we are not the stereotype of uh, the deplorable that they like to uh, paint a caricature of. Uh, can I ask ten thirty? The, the, the president's not arraigned, I think, till two fifteen. Uh, uh, correct? Is or is he going to get there earlier? Why are you starting at ten thirty now? So originally, my I was told that it was going to be two fifteen. Now I'm hearing it is eleven. Um, so we wanted to be there uh, shortly before. So by the time eleven or so comes around, that a, a decent crowd is built up. So this was a very last minute uh, change of time. So anyone who was planning to come, uh, we originally said twelve. Uh, we're now saying 1030 a little earlier. Uh, so, you know, you should have no problem getting up if you're a Trump supporter. You're used to going to work. Gavin, where can people uh, go to get more information about what's going to transpire tomorrow? Uh, you could go to the uh, NYYRC's website, nyyrc.com, to events. Uh, that'll bring you to the rallies uh, Eventbrite page. You can sign up. You'll be on the email list. You'll get notifications. Uh, everyone who signed up will get an email uh, from us for where to enter, how to enter, what side to be on. Uh, you know, there's strength in numbers. Stay together. Don't be stupid. Be safe. And, uh, you know, let's have a good show and, and, and show that there is support for Trump uh, behind enemy lines in the belly of the beast. We've got about a minute uh, left. I, as a New Yorker, uh, can you give uh, give me a 60 second response uh, directly to Eric Adams, who applied they were out of towners and these are all uh, hooligans from out of state and out of town. Uh, give us your response as a New Yorker to Eric Adams. 
Eric Adams, I know you don't get out of Manhattan much these days, but uh, it's a five borough town and there are a lot of Republicans here, believe it or not. And even if they're not Republicans, there's a lot of common sense New Yorkers who see this uh, prosecution and persecution for what it is, a witch hunt, a politicized witch hunt. So you should uh, treat them with respect and understand that there is a lot of violence in this city, uh, including political violence, but it's coming uh, from the side that you represent, largely from the left. And you should uh, get with the program and realize uh, that there are a lot of uh, America-loving, God-fearing, law-abiding Republicans in your city who want to exercise their First Amendment rights, and they don't need to be ridiculed or lectured. Gavin, what is your social media? What are your coordinates? You can follow me at Gavin Wax, G-A-V-I-N-W-A-X. That's on uh, Getter, Twitter, Instagram, all the rest. Uh, And, uh, you know, I write uh, for American Greatness, Town Hall, Newsmax. You can check out my writings. They're all on GavinWax.com. And I appreciate you for having me on, Steve. Thank you, Gavin. Thank you for tomorrow. Okay, short commercial break. Rogan O'Hanley, D.C. Drano will join us on the other side. Citizens, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food and you do it right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now. While it's on sale, go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Let me repeat that. $200 per kit savings. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories per day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll enjoy free shipping too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Back in December, Bragg hired this very senior uh, uh, Obama and Biden administration official. His name is Matt Colangelo, is I think how I pronounce his last name. It's C-O-L-A-N-G-E-L-O, Colangelo. And Matt Colangelo is the, uh, he's, he is the guy who's driving this. He is the link between the Biden Justice Department and Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, the George Soros-backed left-wing prosecutor. And if you look at the, the media coverage when when Bragg hired Colangelo back in December, like, for example, CNN, this is how they reported it, that CNN says a they CNN simply reported that Colangelo was, quote, a senior official in the U.S. Justice Department and before that served as an attorney on the Trump Foundation investigation with the New York Attorney General's office. Uh, they're, they're, they're covering up his background. Okay, let's get the picture. If Denver uh, can get the picture we did this morning. Rogan and Hanley, we did this morning, Mike Davis, but I want to do it one more time with you. This just didn't come up. Forget the, forget the misdirection play. It's this grand jury. It's American, you know, it's a group of citizens. And this has been in the works, as you said, for a long time. 
and they've brought in heavy hitters that are inter- interconnected and inextricably linked to uh, to Eric Holder, the radical civil rights division of the Justice Department under him and Obama, uh, and now uh, Biden. Walk me through why this guy, Colangelo, is so dangerous and has come after Trump so hard. Well, he was the number three at the DOJ. He was the acting associate attorney general appointed by Biden. I don't believe confirmed by the Senate. And then he gets you know, sent on this sabbatical to the Manhattan DA's office for, for the cleanup crew. Alvin Bragg came into office and explicitly said, I'm dropping these Trump investigations. There's no there there. People resigned in a huff. Clinton lawyers, all these people that you know, wrote Rosencrantz, I think, or Rosenprince. And for eight or nine months, it was kind of quiet. And then Matthew Colangelo gets you know, harvest, uh, harvested out. Uh, I, I really think this is the linchpin where Jim Jordan and others can really dig a wedge into this investigation and prove the link between the Biden DOJ and the Manhattan DA's office. That shows that this is not a uh, you know a local criminal issue. Remember, they're using allegedly. We haven't seen the charges yet. The an election campaign violation, which is a federal level issue that the DOJ declined to prosecute and they're making it a state issue. Okay. So that's their very wobbly link. Um, but I think again, congressional hearings can get to the bottom of this. And this is how you delegitimize this illegitimate investigation by showing that this is coordinated from the top at the white house. I want to go, uh, before I lose you, uh, NBC, Vaughn Hilliard, and Jonathan Allen, who are probably the two best they've got, have got a uh, – so to have those two working on one thing shows you the importance of it. It's talking about influencers, the importance of influencers on this campaign. And it actually talks Trump's online war machine trains its weapons on Ron DeSantis. Can you give us uh, your response to this uh, to this piece? Because there's – for folks that don't follow it, I know a lot of our audience – does it on a on a day by day basis? There's been some pretty good, uh, you know, giving and taking of shots by people that many of whom have worked together for years on the same side of the football. Can you walk us through what's going on in your mind? You're one of the top influencers in the business. Yeah. So you know, four or five years ago, this almost didn't exist outside of a few. You know, uh, long timers, Posobic, Loomer, you know, Milo at the time. Uh, they were kind of the OG influencers. And then Trump's ascension to office created this massive social media ecosystem that obviously they've tried to censor because it's so powerful. You know, I when Trump got elected in 2016, I had zero followers. I have over four and a half million now. You got people like Benny Johnson with over five million. You got Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens. Candace Owens had zero followers. When Trump got elected the first time, she's probably got over 10 million now. Okay. Charlie Kirk's probably got over 10 million. So the combined effect of these, you know, influencers, political commentators, whatever you want to say, I think is, is a very powerful force, uh, for, for getting a message out for, for activism, uh, you know, in full transparency, I don't think we really hit the 60 year old and up demographic that well, because they're not really on uh, Instagram and Twitter and YouTube, but that target range, 18 years old to, you know, mid forties, late early fifties. I think that's where they're getting most of their news is from citizen journalists. So, uh, you know, I would say 95 plus percent of us all support president Trump. So it's really hard to win the social media war, the PR war when Trump has such established 
loyalist because we really don't exist without him. And that's one of the things that we kind of uh, ha- have a little, you know, we're a little bit upset about with Governor DeSantis as much as we love him as a Florida governor. You know, I'll never talk bad about what he's doing in that regard. Uh, we think there's a little bit of disloyalty in the fact that Trump endorsed him and now he's trying to run against them, especially as he's being demolished by, you know, the Democrat wood chipper. Uh, so it, it, and we hit him on that. Uh, that was the first time I've hit him. It's really the only time, uh, but we need all hands on deck to support this guy. And then in 2028, it'll be DeSantis. Um, it's interesting. There's so many ironies here. One, Cernovich and some of the original guys, and I said it from when I was at Breitbart in 1415, and then obviously in 16, but when I took over the campaign, uh, it had been, it's very tough to think about Trump being president if he didn't have those original, which were influencers, just starting the Cernoviches of the world. They were a major force in 2016 that the Hillary Clinton team totally uh, undercounted. The interesting thing today, you've got some of the people that work together closely or some of the people that were there when you guys all came up that are now going at it pretty hard. What, what's, your, what's your assessment of that? And, and interesting enough, a lot of you guys happen to live in Florida, too. Uh, so tell me, <laughs> give me a couple of minutes on that. Yeah, we all we all did migrate here. You know, it's interesting. Gavin Wax, you had on. Uh, he, he's tremendous. I can't say enough good things about him. It's easy to be a, a MAGA guy in Florida. It's a lot harder in New York City. But uh, he, he has the number one. Uh, young Republican club by by size. Uh, number two is uh, Tampa, Florida. We've got the the second biggest young Republican group. I go to those meetings. There's 300 young people showing up. Uh, Florida is a powerhouse for that. And you know what? There, it, it's primary season. No one in this kind of you know influencer political game is uh, all that sensitive. They're they're used to taking it on the chin uh, when they put <laughs> forth their opinion. So we all kind of get it. Everyone's keeping it above the belt. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've, cer- I've certainly got, got hit by some people that I helped uh, support when they were, were, were younger. But listen, that's, I, I, think, I think it sharpens everybody's swords. Uh, and I know for a fact that whoever the nominee ends up being, it's going to be Trump, but we're all going to join together and support him. Uh, DC Drano, uh, what are your coordinates? How do people find out more about you, your writings, uh, and, and what you put out up on the uh, internet every day? Yeah. DC underscore Drano stands for draining the DC swamp. Um, so I'm on, I'm on all the platforms. I don't really YouTube that much, but, but everything else. Rogan, thank you uh, for joining us here, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Do I have, is Laura, uh, ready? Okay, can we get Laura? Lo- Laura Lomer, you were called. Uh, uh, you were called one of the OG. You were called one of the OG um, uh, influencers. Uh, tell us what's going on here. Uh, I got a great clip of you today. We're going to play that in a minute. But give us, a, give me your sense overall <laughs> of your perception of what is going on in New York City to President Trump. Well, it's a witch hunt, right? I made that very clear today on the ground here in Palm Beach at the rally that I organized uh, in support of President Trump. Uh, you have this uh, Soros-funded uh, district attorney, Alvin Bragg, who is out to get Trump. And as as I posted on Twitter the other day, all of these leftists who dislike Donald Trump and don't want him in the White House, okay, they all have their own individual unique reasons for why they don't want him in office. And so... Uh, There was massive support on the ground for President Trump today as he uh, made his way to Palm Beach International Airport uh, in his motorcade. 
And I think that everybody is really starting to see this for what it is. Uh, I had some off the record conversations with some members of the media as well. Uh, some of these members of the media were flown out here today from New York and uh, they even shared with me privately, I'm not gonna disclose their names, but they work for major publications that they think it's wrong. And uh, there was a woman there today whose son was an NYPD officer and told me that uh, a lot of the cops were gonna have blue flu tomorrow and that there's talks among themselves on their own private chats that a lot of them are going to call out sick because nobody wants to process Trump. Um, give me that again. You think that there's going to be a lot of the NYPD just because they're so outraged by this will decide not to come in tomorrow? Yeah, the mother of one of these uh, NYPD officers whose her son is now going to be transferring to Boynton, which is in Palm Beach County, uh, where I ran for Congress in 2020, uh, said that a, her son told her that a lot of the police officers in the NYPD are going to have what they call blue flu. And blue flu is a term in law enforcement uh, that they use for uh, when police officers don't want to have to carry out a mission or a task at hand that they've been uh, ordered to do by their superiors. And in this case, right, they don't want to have to handcuff President Trump and have to process him and fingerprint him and give him a mugshot. And so she said her son um, was told by some of his colleagues in the NYPD that there's going to be a massive um, sick day tomorrow from a lot of these officers who are going to be intentionally calling in sick so they don't have to take any part of what's happening tomorrow. What did you think of uh, Eric Adams singling out uh, MTG and, of course, Gavin Wax and the New York Young Republicans Club and, and warning them about their uh, their uh, First Amendment right for free speech protest tomorrow, ma'am. Well, look, I think it's really interesting that they want to crack down on the speech of conservatives and Trump supporters, uh, but he was nowhere to be found when Black Lives Matter was uh, carrying out millions of dollars of property damage to uh, residents of New York City. And so once again, right, free speech for thee, not for me, and uh, rules for thee, but just just a totally different justice system, a totally different uh you know, application of the United States Constitution. Uh, these are uh, the types of officials, right? You have people like uh, Eric Adams and Bill de Blasio who openly encourage people to take to the streets and riot uh, for Black Lives Matter and for Antifa and to protest in the Women's March. And, you know, I was in D.C. Uh, for the first inauguration of President Trump and you had politicians that were sitting by encouraging Antifa's actions as they were throwing Molotov cocktails uh, into cars and uh spray painting F Donald Trump all over buildings. They did this in New York City as well. And so I think a lot of this, uh, you know, hypocrisy with regards to the application of the law, depending on what your political affiliation is, is really starting to become too much for even your, your everyday person who's not really political. Uh, can we go ahead and play the, uh, can we go play the clip? And then we're going to, I'm going to come back. We're going to go to break. We're going to bring Laura in to talk about the online war machine of President Trump, as NBC calls it. Can I go ahead and hear that clip? Now, Laura, why do you want to arrest? Why do you want to arrest uh, Alvin Bragg? We got thirty seconds, ma'am. Well, he's he's guilty of using federal funds illegally uh, to carry out this probe against President Donald Trump. There was a big Breitbart article that was published uh, this last week. Uh, and uh, look, I think that if, if they're going to talk about arresting people and indicting people for uh, 
violating the law and Nancy Pelosi is going to talk about people not being above the law, then let's start applying the law equally. Let's start sending Nancy Pelosi to jail for insider trading. Let's arrest Alvin Bragg for weaponizing federal funds against President Trump for a partisan witch hunt. Uh, Laura Loomer, hang on for a second. We're going to talk about this NBC Vaughn Hilliard, Jonathan Allen piece about the Trump online war machine. In a, after a short break, here in the world. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. New social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. 7.30, Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time tonight. Uh, Jane Zirkel, Grace Chung, Captain Bannon will be hosting um, uh, Scott Presler live from Wisconsin about this massively important election that's going to take place tomorrow for the Supreme Court. They'll be getting his take on the ground game there. Make sure you don't miss it. We're doing stuff like this every day on Getter. The app's totally free. Just download it and get up on it. Uh, you get all our great content, the immersive experience that is the war room. Laura Luma, the, the NBC article, quite well reported by Jonathan Allen and Vaughn Hilliard, Trump's online war machine trains its weapons on Ron DeSantis. One, is there an actual <laughs> online war machine of President Trump? And ma'am, you are listed as one of the weapons. Are you a weapon? Oh, yeah. I'm a weapon, right, Steve? That's why they had to keep me deplatformed. I'm such a weapon because I'm so effective in exposing uh, the uniparty that I had to be deplatformed uh, by the most powerful tech companies in the world for five years. Uh, making me the most banned woman in the entire world. So uh, yeah, look, I'm effective at what I do, but what I do is I am very effective in exposing facts that 
that politicians don't want exposed to the public. And I've been leading the charge in exposing Ron DeSantis. I've been posting and exposing about Ron DeSantis and the, all of his ties to the Uniparty and the rhinos and the deep state and his disloyalty for uh, against Donald Trump since 2021. And so uh, people told me that it was going to be negative for my own political career, given that I ran for Congress in Florida. Uh, but I think that 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 exposing the truth is more important than any selfish or any personal self-serving uh, goal that I may have for myself. And so I've continued to uh, post on a daily basis, exposing Ron DeSantis and uh, individuals who are within his camp. And yeah, there is a war machine, but it's organic. The difference between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis is that Donald Trump has a base. Ron DeSantis doesn't. Every single person who voted for Ron DeSantis did so at the behest of Donald Trump, telling them to do so in 2018. And so really, uh, for the individuals online, it's uh, ironic that they want to accuse Donald Trump of having a you know a paid influencer team when uh, Christina Pushaw, who is a registered foreign agent and is Ron DeSantis DeSantis's rapid response director, uh, she has been accused, and it's been reported in multiple publications, that she's paying online influencers to astroturf uh, Governor DeSantis and his presidential campaign. But but don't you don't you think that Governor DeSantis, given the job he's done as governor, don't you think he has his own base in, in Florida? Or you think that's still President Trump's base? And don't you think he's uh, elicited enough enthusiasm by some people to have a natural group of his own influencers around him, ma'am? I don't think that Ron DeSantis has a base of his own. Uh, I live in Florida and I've, you know, I just spent today on the ground interviewing Floridians about this, asking them and uh, their loyalty is to President Donald Trump. And they said that they like DeSantis and they voted for DeSantis because of Donald Trump endorsing him. But uh, I just want to remind people, Florida has, you know, always generally had Republican governors. And I think that people tend to use COVID as an outlier uh, to create this you know, false sense of reality that somehow Governor Ron DeSantis is exceptional when he really isn't. Uh, on the ground here in Florida, uh, Ron DeSantis- You, you don't think that, hang on, hang on you, don't, you, you don't think the 19 point, his 19 point victory was the second time, not the first time, but the 19 point victory is not exceptional? Uh, I actually don't because uh, they ran him against Charlie Crist, who's probably one of the most disliked politicians in the state of Florida. Charlie Crist is the only politician I know of to run as a Republican, a Democrat, and an independent throughout his political career and lose. And so uh, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or an independent, Charlie Crist has probably left a sour taste in your mouth. And so that was probably uh, the easiest opponent they could have placed Governor DeSantis against. I think that if Nikki Freed uh, had been the uh, nominee for the Democrat Party, DeSantis's uh, 20 point victory wouldn't have been uh, as high. And I think that they need to kind of create this illusion. Also, too, uh, Ashley Moody, who's the attorney general, uh, from from what I've seen, has received more votes than Governor Ron DeSantis did. And so they want to act like he received more votes than anybody here in the state of Florida. Uh, but that's just simply not the case. And so um, I think that there is a very coordinated effort to try to replace Donald Trump. I actually know there's a coordinated effort because all of the publications that are astroturfing DeSantis and trying to present him as the alternative to Trump are owned by Rupert Murdoch. And as I've been reporting on my Substack, lauralumer.substack.com, Rupert Murdoch in these discovery dumps that are coming out in the lawsuit between Fox News and Dominion said in his own words and text messages between himself and Paul Ryan and his son Lachlan, they wanna make Donald Trump a non-person. And so when you know that he owns Fox News, news 
News Corp, HarperCollins, which is the publishing company that just gave Ron DeSantis his his multi-million dollar book deal. They own the New York Post. They own Wall Street Journal. I mean, obviously, you're going to be hit with the same talking points that, oh, Ron DeSantis is Trump without the baggage. Look, as a woman, I'm not going to take a, a knockoff designer purse when I could have the real thing. Why would you want a knockoff when you could have the real thing, right? That's how I look at the situation between Trump and DeSantis. Laura, how do people uh, follow you? What are your coordinates and how do they get to your Substack? Well, um, you can subscribe to my Substack. It's lauralumer.substack.com. And you can read all my exposés on Ron DeSantis there. I have a lot. You can also follow me on Getter, Truth Social, uh, Gab, and Twitter at Laura Loomer. And then I'm on Telegram at Loomered Official. Laura, thank you very much. Honored yeah, to thank you. Here. Steve, I appreciate it. We're going to have, I tell you what, with Crom, there's none of, I want to move Crom to the six o'clock hour. So can we get him rebooted so I can start with the D Crom Carmichael joins us today. But I just want to wrap up this hour and tee up the next hour. And also at 7.30 tonight, Wisconsin, remember, we cannot take our eye off the ball of the signal, the things that are most important. This election in Wisconsin is really the opening salvo in the 2024 presidential campaign. Uh, whoever holds that seat and, uh, Hey, look, it's going to all to come down to turnout, and that's what Scott Pressler is going to tell us about tonight. So Scott Pressler uh, will join um, Captain Bannett, Grace Chung, Jane Zirkel in uh, walking through about how you can still assist and help in Wisconsin and give us a report from the ground. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to get into more substantive things than the circus of Alvin Bragg and Eric Adams and what they're trying to do to the president uh, after a short commercial break in hour two of the war. We'll be back in a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's Warroom. 
WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.